Steve presents welcomes you to come on, come on feel, feel the the forty eighth states, states project. project. Yes, and it is uh, well. You couldn't really call it early, but it's certainly earlier than we've ever recorded before. It's I mean it's literally like noon. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. It is, <laughs> but it feels early. It feels very early, Steve. Uh, Steve, Steve and I had a little sleepover last night. Yeah, just had a nice little, a little slumpy said hi hung out we said hi that was one of the main things we did yep and um you know getting ready for the day mm-hmm. getting vaccinated steve's gonna get a vaccine because he's a frontline worker you know it works at a grocery store sorry that felt that felt unnecessarily well, it's all right it's true <laughs> it is and true. you know what you know like literally i'm around strangers for eight hours a day and yeah don't absolutely. really have any control over and your job is essential i would say it is it is pretty essential yeah i mean yeah i i'm not necessarily like jazzed to be working at a grocery store but i'm not you know not ashamed of it he's not ashamed you're not ashamed of who you are steve and I'm i really like that not. about you yeah that's one of the best things about you I mean, most of the time. Most of the time, you're not too ashamed. I don't tell anyone that I'm ashamed, but <laughs> but inside, deep down, deep down, deep down, you feel horrible. Deep down, I have massive indigestion right now. Massive indigestion. Oh, so the the Pepsi didn't. It actually, no, it's working really well. I was okay, just trying better. to find a more ele- <laughs> elegant way of saying the way that I feel right now. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's a metaphor, I understand, Steve. <laughs> it's very artistic. That's something Sufjan would do. Oh, totally. <laughs> He's uh, he loves talking about the gastrointestinal tract. Yes, yes. Well, as we determined last time, he's uh, he's a notable body shamer. So. That's right, body shamer. I'm pretty sure on another record we determined that he was very like self love, like body, like body positive, body yeah. positive. But that's yeah. Well, whichever uh, version that was though i mean maybe he's grown you know we are taking his chronologically he probably has grown uh to be a bigger bigot yeah (laughs) i mean that's usually what happens right you think so that's how it happens usually become more of an asshole as you get older Uh, yeah i mean if you're an asshole if you're an asshole he usually just couldn't be an asshole he's he's just too he's just such a it's too much of an art well, he's just uh, such a smart, like, wise man. Yeah, smart people are never assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He, he yeah, no, I mean, he's great. Our Lord and Savior, Savior <laughs> Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan isn't our Lord and Savior. He simply points to our Lord and Savior. And says, hey. And says, hey. <laughs> and says, shout out. <laughs> shout out, Jesus. Yeah, he's religious, right? He's He's religious, yeah. 
I mean, who isn't? We watched this uh, fucking game show last night. Yeah, the Great American Bible Challenge. Did we watch that on? <laughs> oh did we watch that on fucking Netflix? Is that what it was? Yeah. Or yeah. No, maybe it might have been on Disney Plus. Mm. I don't think it was on Disney Plus. I think it was on Netflix. Yeah, it was hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. It was. Everybody should watch it. Oh my god, it was, it was so bananas. bad. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. It but was, those nuns were really cool. I mean, I guess as cool as nuns can be, they, I mean, I they think were nuns just can doing their cool. thing. I, yeah. Well, we were talking about that. Yeah. I had a coworker who went to it. Yeah. Chat nunnery or whatever it's called. Yeah. And she was like the best. Mm-hmm. She was so smart and like just like yeah. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, you could have a worse life than being a nun. I think. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably one of the better lives. I would. I would think. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, but, that, but, but yeah. also neither of us went to Catholic school. I'm sure people who went to Catholic school have a different perception of nuns, probably. Well, <laughs> I mean, are there only Catholic nuns? I don't think so. I feel like there's like different kinds of Protestant nuns. I'm not sure like, about. There might be like Anglican nuns. I'm not certain on that. Yeah, um, there also are probably like Eastern Orthodox nuns. I would guess. Yeah, um, but yeah, Catholic is kind of the. That's kind of what you think of, right? I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Lutheran. Lutheran. Yeah, Lutheran I don't nuns? know if Lutherans have nuns. I kind of want to know if there are if there are Protestant nuns. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if there's Lutheran nuns. Well, Lutherans are Protestants. Well, yeah, but. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Um, what is the strictest order of nuns? Yeah. It yeah. kind of looks like there are, actually. Lutheran Franciscans. Lutheran Franciscans. Look at them. Look at those guys. Look at them. So chill. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was, so it was three nuns, three guys from a tattoo shop, and these, like, three, like, they have, like what yeah. were they? Well, they were, they were, like, praying for something. Probably, uh, probably, I guess, like, Southern Baptist, maybe, ladies? They were like very like well yeah they were. I just very, don't remember their job. I don't remember what it was either. Yeah, but very like gospel choir sort of vibe was probably like their church background. Maybe, like the, even like the stuff that they were wearing was kind of like kind of what I would expect to see in a church like that. <laughs> yeah, I think they were just wearing bad reality TV clothes or so? game show yeah. clothes. Just every everything about that show was just like. Oh my god. <laughs> it was so hard to watch. I found it endlessly entertaining. I mean, I didn't say it wasn't entertaining. It was just, you know. Yeah. But was it better or or worse than the one we watched before that? Awake. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy shit. So, I don't yeah. even know. I guess yeah. better. Yeah, cuz Awake was like the <laughs> the premise of it was literally boredom. Like, we're going to have people count quarters for 24 hours uh, yeah. straight and then see who got the closest to, like, to what they actually the counted. closest to what they counted. And then, and, like, this, this system, how they set it up is, like, very unnecessarily confusing. <laughs> yes. Like, the way they escalate it. Like, you have four different times where you can stop and they just give you money. They give you up yeah, to, you like, a hundred grand. Yeah. And then, then you have to like if you there's if you, like eliminations. 
Yeah, there's eliminations. You have to do tasks at some point. One of them, they just drank a slushy. <laughs> this a sounds not real. It does sound like a fever dream we had. L- I, that would be nuts, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we it was late. You actually mentioned at one point, like, are we imagining this? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Dr- drinking a slushy, and then there was another another just completely unrelated task and then it has like Threading fun facts that come up yeah yes. <laughs> to thread a bunch of needles yeah and it was called thread the needle and then the task was thread <laughs> a <the> needle, needle. <laughs> like there was that nothing isn't... creative about it no yeah and the little message popped up and was like on on only zero hours of sleep or after being up for 24 hours your motor control sucks and they're all like shaking like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to get a needle through the thread yeah yeah, it was insane. And it was such like, I feel like that's such an American kind of like, that's, that's yeah. the essential like, like American game show thing. The only way we could have gotten away with it is, I mean, although I guess I don't know. I think there's stupid television everywhere, but. Well, yes, that's true. I mean, certainly there are some very cruel like uh, Japanese game shows that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was insane. But it was no, it was especially cruel because like they had this guy from the beginning who like had a like do, he had like it was like looking at a picture of his like baby son the yeah. whole time. He was like showing like, it to the audience. I'm doing this for you. This is um, for my, no, he was like this is for my son because he was like from some weird. I don't think he was foreign. I'm like eighty percent okay, sure he didn't he talk foreign. like a like he, he had, talked like a normal. He dude, had I'm an accent sure. and he was like. Well, the fact that we can't agree on this probably says something about the state we were in last night. Yeah, that's true. Um, He was vaguely not like, I don't know. I guess it was filmed in LA. Probably. He definitely wasn't like Californian or whatever. Probably not. But no, but it was so sad because like, and they, and they like talked about the kid the whole time and shit. Like it was always being brought up. And this guy gets to the end. Mm-hmm. And, and and he has to like he has to wager so he he wins the he wins all the money they counted which is like $138,000 or something like that. Yeah. And then he he has to wager whether or not he thought he his guess was within $25 of what he actually I guessed. think it was I think it was actually a little more than that. Well, it was, I think it was the like first time it was 500. 500. Oh, but the, the first time, time was, was yeah. Second time was twenty five. Oh yeah, that's be right. Within twenty five dollars, and <clears throat> like obviously he was wrong, and so right. he just fucking lost everything for his right. kid, and he could have had a hundred, hundred forty thousand dollars. Well, and then he was like, and then he was like, "Isn't that what you would have done, or something?" <laughs> Stop with that like, fucking accent. How could you have not taken gone for a million dollars or something, <laughs> Steve? Oh man. <laughs> So you so you you don't want this censored, but you, what you what you want to be able- uh, what what is that a who would that be offensive towards? You know, I mean, I know what who it sounded like you were trying to do an impression of. But who? I'm not gonna say. That would show. That would show poor uh, poor judgment on my part. Okay, I'm I'm not emulating anybody. I guess I'm thinking of Tommy Wiseau from the room. Oh, Tommy Wiseau, yeah. Yeah. Where, where, did, where did he end up being from? Like Poland or something? I don't remember. He, he claimed he was from France. But I think that was a lie. Yeah. 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 It was in the disaster artist, which we actually talked about. Yeah, we talked about that last night. Well, probably last because night. we were making fun of this dude. Yeah, because he sounds like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> or like, 
he would just hit certain you know what that or i was <laughs> you were, yeah i don't know i would have to rewatch it though yeah well i'm i'm sure we will oh i don't want to <laughs> but before that we watched uh midnight gospel and that was bananas too. that was wild well because i went into it not knowing yeah and then like halfway through i was like okay what is the <laughs> like i didn't have any context for it so i was like oh it's like some fucked up cartoon by the adventure time guy yeah which is fine like some adult swim shit and then halfway through i was like there's why like what is this dialogue it's <laughs> right yeah. it's like not related to what's happening yeah so it's apparently they he has a podcast and then he just matches the interview to yeah some like the, some animation ridiculous animation right which he doesn't even really match it no he just like it's just like they have a conversation while they're while something else is happening yeah while something screen, else is happening which is wild yeah. it's cool animation yeah it was kind of a lot though it's a lot yeah i don't know if i would like that yeah i enjoy it a lot but i'm also like a sucker for that kind of animation it was it was a little choppy yes it was a little choppy that is true but it didn't that doesn't bother me too much mm. um but i like the colors the colors are great yeah and the conversations are pretty hit or miss in my opinion was the one we watched a good one uh it was not my favorite of the ones okay of the ones i've seen yeah, yeah that makes sense it was a little bit like it was a little too on the nose of like what you would kind of expect like somebody like talking about like enlightenment and yeah yeah. yeah, there wasn't any, and there wasn't any, like, I mean, obviously, you're not going to be able to match up the animation to whatever is happening, and maybe that's not the point, but it yeah. was just kind of, like, meandery right. in a way that wasn't really, didn't really match anything about what the show was doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, but, me, I don't know, maybe that's the point. It kind of is the point, though. Okay. Like, the first episode is, like, uh, is, like they're like in a zombie apocalypse while they're talking about <laughs> like the, the ethics of like drug use. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I would say that that was a good show though. I might watch it again. I'd watch it if I was high for sure. Right. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Um, so I don't know. Is there anything else that's happened since the last time we? <laughs> Probably not. Since it was literally last night. Uh, we played a lot of Magic: The Gathering. Oh, man. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had and, a really uh, great Commander game. That was sick. And I endlessly made fun of Steve's deck that he generously let me play. Yeah, exactly. For not having enough land in it. Even though you literally won the first game. I did not. Who won? Oh, Connor did. Connor yeah. Won the first game. Yeah, I have. But that. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah. That cat deck didn't win the second time either. Yeah. yeah. But it is like, I feel like I've adjusted the power level of the one I was playing mm-hmm. for. Like, I beat my drummer, my drummer's deck with it. He had a Gitrog monster deck that was oh, yeah. like, like, good. Mm-hmm. And I beat him with Brea, so yeah. I don't know. That sounds like a fun deck, though, Gitrog. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was wild. It was, uh, yeah, it was wild. Mm hmm. That's the other thing that I, so part of why I started, I don't know, I had the idea to start this is because I've just been listening to stupid podcasts where people just talk yeah, about dumb shit the whole time. The whole time. And that's the other thing I've been listening to is like Magic the Gathering podcasts, like yeah, limited resources. 
I couldn't get into them. No yeah. disrespect to them, but I just couldn't. No, yeah. I mean, it's almost like background stuff. Background noise, you know yeah. what I mean? And I've already got like a few that I think of more of as background, but they're like mostly comedy podcasts. That yeah, I to. that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. But magic is, is a passion. Although you said you're losing your... Yeah, I'm in a place right now where I I can't really move forward because I don't really have, like, disposable income to throw at it. Right. Um, And so, until I do, I'm probably just not going to. Yeah. Not going to fuck with it. Because, yeah, I'm kind of tired of playing other people's decks, I guess. I mean, though, the goblins is fun. Yeah. But um, That's totally fair. Yeah. I think you do end up getting to that point. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'll try to, I think, I'm really interested in trying to build that Obeka deck. Do it, bro. Yeah. But I'm also tired of playing decks where, like, if you don't have one piece of it, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Because that's kind of how I, I basically just build decks around, like, one interaction, and it's really dumb. Well, you just have to build it around the commander as an idea. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, I mean, <clears throat> I guess it was partly because I started out with the collection that I'd have over the few years and then turned those into commander decks. Right. And every once in a while, I'll, like, find cards and put it in there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why I like it, because I would buy them one at a time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> that's not. Magic the fucking gathering. So that's what we were fucking doing. Yeah. Magic the gathering. It's a great game. It's a great But don't game. do it, because it's a fucking money pit <laughs> it is a money pit. it's so expensive it's yeah. it's i mean it's not even that expensive but it's just it's kind of expensive it is like in a, in the big scope of like what i should be spending my money on yeah it's kind of expensive or what i, mean, I do spend my money like, on you buy a video game yeah i mean you pay like 60 bucks for it like you pay at least 60 bucks for a deck for a commander deck right i mean you could go lower but you, if you want to like it depends on your meta, I guess, but yeah, yeah. I don't know how much I've paid over the years. Oh my gosh, you've probably paid a lot. You've got <laughs> a lot of a lot of cards. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, we should we should uh, we should try to calculate that and see how much you could have you could have in the bank right now. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of funny. I mean, I've been doing it since I was ten. Right, yeah. Like, I have cards from when we picked them up. Yeah. Do you think that you, like, do you think, like, a a serious Magic the Gathering player spends more, like, in a year on Magic the Gathering than, like, a smoker does on cigarettes? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be funny to think about. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you say serious Magic the Gathering player. Not, like, competitive, but, like, somebody who, like. You mean, like. It's, like, their, their primary fun. I yeah guess, you know? probably man yeah 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 that shit's it's not cheap it's not cheap it's not i it's spent at least very cheap. 120 bucks on magic cards this year well that's not very much at all no but it is to me right now yeah, yeah. that's fair yeah yeah i do have a little bit more money than i used to mm-hmm that's good but 
We'll see you after tax season. After tax season. Gonna have to pay taxes on all that unemployment. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I, I got it, too. Uh, yeah. I gotta pay taxes on it. Though I think I actually, I think I actually had it all withheld. Uh, all my taxes withheld on it. So. You could do that? Yeah. How? I don't know. It was one of the options when I signed up for it. Let's take a deep dive. Let's take a deep into dive withholding. into withholding. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Let's talk about your W-4s. W-4? W-2? <laughs> well, there's both. What is the W-4? I think the W-4 is when you sign, when you get, uh, when you start a job. And the W-2 is what you get when you, is what your. To declare. To the it's what your company sends you. Right. During text. But I might have that backwards too. Totally uh, unnecessary and totally, irrelevant. Absolutely. Because tax, taxes suck. Taxes do suck. Also, it's stupid that they don't just fucking tell us what our taxes are. Yeah. They do that in other countries. They just, just they like, do. this is how much your taxes are. Right. And then you just sign it and you're like, okay. Great. Thanks. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, that'd be nice. But no, they don't, uh, they don't do that for us because somebody makes money off of us uh, figuring out our taxes ourselves. TurboTax. TurboTax. Turbo tax. Turbo tax. <laughs> so the album we're getting into today is called Delaware. Delaware, Delaware. Does whatever a Delaware. Um, yes, it's Delaware. Uh, it's about Delaware. Uh, it was written in Delaware. Yep. None of those things are true. Well. You don't know that? It wasn't. They're from Boston. Well, Suf Chan, so... When he was writing under this name, he was based out of Boston. Yeah, I mean, we'll say right off the bat, I think it's probably a departure from his previous it's work. It's very much a departure from his previous work. I, you know, compared to Ohio, I think it was... It's a little clo- It's a little more on the nose to maybe what he would be doing now. Maybe, it's a little yeah. more... Certainly in comparison, yes. Yeah, I mean, well, I would say he's sort of a guitar-based musician. Yeah, I think of him more as like a... An English horn-based musician. Ah, yes. <laughs> Think of him as a bass musician. Like like, like the bass god. Ah, good. You should think of him that way. You don't... Do you know the... <laughs> I didn't know of the bass okay. god. Yeah. yeah. But, so this, this one is uh, immediately after Ohio. Immediately after Ohio, uh, released in 1992. Right. 92... The year I was born. The year you were born. That's uh, also the year I was born. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. It is incredible. It's incredible that we were born in the same year, isn't it? I mean, it, I, I thought it was incredible that this music came out in 92. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. It, it sounds, apart from some stuff, it kind of sounds... Sounds like it could... Sounds like it could come out now. Yeah, but it also sounded to me very, very like 80s kind of. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's talk. Yeah. So the, the album overall. The album overall. Yeah. Do you have like. Yes. I've got some thoughts on the album overall. So it is, it is shoegaze, right? Yeah. I would say this, this is in the genre of like shoegaze. Yeah. I would say so. Um, one thing I didn't realize Rock. is that shoegaze is 
primarily i guess i should have realized this but i didn't realize that shoegaze is primarily like like a european thing like it's english irish yeah i mean that's where it started you know yeah but it sounds like like there weren't like a ton of american shoegaze bands yeah i Um, think shoegaze was like a specific genre for a certain amount of time and then sort of got assimilated into like rock in the same way that whatever punk or alternative or whatever so if you're talking about like explicitly a shoegaze band yeah I would say yes it kind of originated over in Europe but there are a shit ton of American shoegaze bands well maybe today right but like the famous ones not as not really as much like I don't know slow dive and uh, my bloody valentine and that shit yeah yeah I mean I think it was a specific group of people as well. Yeah, probably. Well, it always comes up on my Instagram discover of like, cause I follow shoot hashtag shoe gaze yeah. and it'll just be these like pictures of young kids in the 90s, in the early nineties over in England, jolly England, jolly England playing guitar. Well, if they're so jolly, why are they gazing at the shoes? I don't know. <laughs> they're not jolly enough. <laughs> We're not good at accents. I think okay. you went Australian, and I don't know I what I did. Mine always shifts toward New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Um. But there's Scott. There's a lot of uh, Swedish or Scottish oh. shoegaze. Scottish makes sense to me. Yeah, certainly it was like an influence on on all you know some Scottish bands that I'm aware of. Yeah. Like, it was a big influence on McGuire, who started out around this time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, if we're just talking about shoegaze-style music, I think there are probably plenty of famous American bands from the 90s. You think so? That play shoegaze. I think I literally read, like, on the Wikipedia page, like, not primarily an American. Yeah, Yeah. but, like, that's also... It's also like That's, like... Well, well, it's like they're keeping track of the origins, you know? Oh, yeah. It was on the Drop 19's page. They said, they were one of the few U.S.-based bands who styled themselves on England's distinctive shoegaze sound, taking their inspiration from bands such as My Bloody Valentine, blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, I guess if they wrote that Wikipedia entry when this album came out, that makes sense. Right. Sure. There are... I'm guessing Wikipedia didn't exist in 1992, <laughs> considering hey, the internet wasn't mainstream until... You know, you never know. We were kind of working in these True. weird timelines. Weird timelines. When you, when you talk about Sufjan. Sufjan probably tram-traveled into the future and wrote this when he was writing the album. Yeah, and he was like, Wikipedia. I wonder if that's why he's so successful. Like, do you think he just comes into the future, writes about, like his shit in retrospective you think he's successful yeah okay he's very successful <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean we're talking about no i mean obviously he his, is but yeah but like you know yeah if i wasn't doing this i probably would forget that he existed <laughs> okay well that's probably you and not not <laughs> necessarily everyone else <laughs> Not that he's, like, a megastar or anything. But, like, in the indie scene, kind of, right? 
I suppose. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, when you think of indie music, probably one of the first people you're going to think of is going to be Sufjan Stevens. Maybe. First person, first thing I'm thinking of is Fleet Foxes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a pity. Why? You don't like Fleet Foxes? <laughs> I don't like Fleet Foxes. At all? No. You like Sufjan Stevens, but you don't like Fleet Foxes. Yes, because Sufjan Stevens is better than Fleet Foxes. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. I listened to this fucking song, Exploder, of Fleet Foxes. Dude, uh, Robin Pecknold? Yeah, he did... Uh, I don't remember what the song was. And I was listening to it and I was like, wow, this is really cool. Like all these, all these sounds that he's putting in here. And then at the end, it sucked. <laughs> it was so Like he got so many cool sounds and these cool guitar riffs. And then he put them together into something that was totally boring. Which song was it? I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. It might not have, it might have been a solo project too. I'm not sure. But no, yeah, I don't, I've never been able to get into Fleet Foxes. Wow. See, that makes me curious as to, like, what your problem is. Because, like, because, <laughs> like, I have a problem with, like, I don't know, like, pretentiousness yeah. in music. Well, I think that's part of it is, like, I don't, it doesn't feel super genuine to me. Okay. It feels like somebody, this is actually something I wanted to talk about. Like, like this record that came out came out at a time when, like, indie rock was kind of cool still. Yeah. And then there's like, it just got like, <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, like, this is going to happen, but like, it just got kind of mutilated. And like, there are certain bands that I think are kind of responsible for that more than others. I think Flea Fox is up, is up there, but like, in my brain, the band that I think of most responsible for that is like Mumford and Sons. Oh my God. <laughs> like, they're the, they're the, like, the first band that I'm like, you know, those, really but those, rock. those timelines aren't like, Fleet Foxes came out before Mumford and Sons. Probably. But also, when did Fleet Foxes... Like, when did they become popular? It was... I think it was before Mumford and Sons. Probably. Well, maybe. But, I mean, in, in like, my mind, like, those things kind of inhabit... But you know what? Maybe yeah. that's because... But this is, like... No, this is, like, when it starts happening, though. It's, like, the mid-aughts. Yeah. And that's, like, when Fleet Foxes start... And then Mumford. So when you say that indie rock was mutilated in the mid aughts, yeah. When was it? When? What is the golden age of indie rock for you? Well, I think. Uh, I mean, and again, this is for me, but I think like it seemed like a really cool scene to be a part of from like the '90s into the early aughts. Okay. Like a, like a lot of really cool stuff was happening in indie rock then. And then indie rock became more popular. And obviously when a scene becomes more popular, it gets diluted. But what would you be, what are you identifying then as like indie rock? Like in New York stuff? I don't know. Or like, I, I guess I'm asking bands. Bands. I so, I mean, yeah, we're talking about stuff like um, Pavement, uh, Modest Mouse early stuff. Um, yeah, and then stuff like Maguire, Elliot Smith, uh, the kind of uh, Radiohead's heyday would have been in that in that time period as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's, but that's like a little. I see some of those being under indie rock, but. I don't know. It just feels like, like, I don't think 
Elliot Smith is better than Fleet Foxes, you know? Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> That's insane to me. That's an insane opinion to me. <laughs> I might have to walk that back, actually. <laughs> but when I'm thinking about, like, musicality and stuff, and, like, what makes music sound good, yeah, Elliot Smith's music, like, his voice is a little annoying. Yeah, I mean, that's f- totally fair. I think that, like, musically speaking, I think he was, like, a genius. I think if he's if he's got a weak point, it is that, like, a lot of his shit is not recorded super well. Um, I think his vocals are really effective on some on some tracks, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the golden age of indie rock is from... It's basically so. your childhood. <laughs> no, that's the thing, though. Like, I was born in 1992. Right. So I didn't even discover, like, get into indie rock until I was in, like, until I was, like, 13 years old. So it would have been the very end of that period. Oh. So you were part of the descent into... Yeah. It was probably my fault. It's all your fault, is what you're saying. Exactly. I mean... Yeah. yeah, I feel like with music, I definitely used to have more of like a love-hate relationship with music, yeah. where there was just shit that I was like, this is so bad, like this is terrible, right? just like bringing it down. And not that anybody ever cared what my opinion was, but mm-hmm. I don't know, that does seem like, uh, I guess that's always been a part of music, you know, everyone's like... Yeah. There are distinctly good and bad things and if you don't agree with it right, then you're yeah. wrong. Yeah, and I'm so, I'm sure like there are some people who who think like indie rock got really good. Yeah. Like, in 2006. Let's get an interview with one of those people. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. surprised that you don't like Fleet Foxes to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I've not... never gone deep into them, but like anytime I've tried to get into them, I've just not found it interesting. Yeah. I suppose. I mean, I love their self-titled album. Yeah. But yeah. it's that is more like the atmosphere, the vocals, the vibe. And then that kind of got... If that wasn't the first version of that kind of music that you listen to, I yeah. can see it being like, oh, another one of these. Right. Sure. But they did kind of... They did kind of start that sort of stuff in a mainstream way. Like the kind of whispery yeah. folk harmonizations and mm-hmm. like... Yeah. I don't know. Right. Um, but anyway, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't care about Fleet Foxes. Okay. I've just got that vinyl with the, yeah. With the Renaissance pageantry. The Renaissance pageantry. Strewn across the cover. The little minstrels. <laughs> I'm going to get my <laughs> computer charger again. Oh, yeah, go get your computer (laughs) charger so we can do that. And we're back. And we're on. Steve has got some juice flowing into his computer now. Mm. Um, And we should probably, I don't know, we should probably talk about... Delaware. We should probably talk about Delaware. Let's talk about Delaware itself. Actually, I think we... Let's talk about Delaware itself. (laughs) What's What's going on there? What's the thing that you know about Delaware? Literally... I think it's where they signed the Declaration of Independence. Is it? I did not know that. 
Let me check. Check it out. I'll tell you the one fact that I know about Delaware, which is that like every major corporation in America is headquartered in Delaware because of their corporate tax. Oh, what is it? Is it just the lowest in, in America? Yeah, something like that. I don't know the details on it, but yeah, that's like literally everything that I know about Delaware. Yeah, no, it was not in Delaware. It was probably in Washington, D.C. Oh, maybe. <laughs> we should really know. We should probably know that. In 1776, in 1776. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> the Liberty Bell cracked. And... That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. And we invaded Canada. Delaware, I don't even know. Caesar Rodney is the signer of the Declaration of Independence who is from Delaware. Oh, that's good to know. He was the president of Delaware. It may have been signed in several places, actually. Yeah. That's entirely possible. I feel like it was Philadelphia. I don't know why I feel like it was Philadelphia, though. Well, that's where the Liberty Bell is. Yeah. They were doing shit in Philly back then. This seems like we could have just... We could just Google that. (laughs) We are true patriots. It was in Philly. Yes. I'm so fucking smart. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just, I know everything, and it makes me feel so good when I'm <laughs> confirmed in that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I get that feeling. Do you get that feeling? No. No. I don't understand what you're talking about. Okay, well, but literally, so... Literally? Independence Hall, where the constitution was signed is like probably a two-hour drive from delaware okay that's good i made that up that's that might be a little (laughs) i'm looking at a map and i'm thinking it's two miles but i have no context for like the east coast like i feel like on the midwest is so much easier yeah oh yeah it's it's almost less than that because it's like the same distance from here to madison yeah i think it's hmm. it's like i feel like Things on the East Coast are so much closer together. They are. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Maybe they have a different idea of whether that is or isn't a two-hour drive. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. It's close. It's it's in that kind of God's country. That's not true. It's in, like, God's the, uh, <laughs> you know, like, the uh, liberty kind of American historical. It's, like, kind of historical state right yeah it's on the coast Yeah, i know what you're talking about probably one of the first 13 original colonies yeah it was probably one of the 13 original colonies probably you'd think right i would think so all right can you name the 13 original colonies go one delaware (laughs) two pennsylvania three california california (laughs) four canada new jersey (laughs) five uh lake Lake. <laughs> Just Lake. Six. <clears throat> seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven is New York. Twelve is Massachusetts. And thirteen is Mexico. Boom. <laughs> Perfect. There's a song I remember learning in elementary school about the original colonies right shout that's the part that i remember too you'd think they would have made the actual names of the states more memorable <laughs> instead of shout them shout them flout them learn all about them or whatever tell all about them maybe? yeah yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Do you think we're going to have to pay royalties on that since we sung that? Oh, I hope somebody, so. Somebody probably owns God, the rights to that. God, I hope so. Come at us. Come at me. Honestly, that's the, the least of our concerns. I honestly, I've always felt if there was some sort of like something I make and I put out there and it gets like sued for copyright, it's almost worth it <laughs> yeah. because then more people are going to pay attention to yeah. it. Yeah true and the amount of money and time that i spent making it is like let's get sued yeah let's do something to get sued that'd be fun to have a podcast that's just like trying to get sued to get sued (laughs) that sounds awesome that Um, sounds really yeah that actually seems ill-advised yeah now that i'm one of my music business professors in school told me that like if you are successful in the music industry, the likelihood that you get sued is like just about a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, what is success? You know, what is success? I feel successful. I feel, I don't pretty. I feel pretty pretty. and witty and gay. All right. So let's talk more about Delaware. I think we're actually in the middle of talking about the album as a whole and we got very distracted. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is, I mean, let's be honest, nobody has listened to this record, and so probably people aren't, aren't like, like dying to know what we have to say about Delaware. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean... You think so? Drop 19s, I think if there's... Probably some people know that. Yeah, I, I think, well, I definitely know people who would know who they are. Yeah. But, and I personally didn't, but it is sort of in the same, like, hemisphere of, yeah. like slow dive yeah like like shoegazy you know and that that's almost kind of trendy like looking at the girl on the cover yeah like that i could see someone dress like that yeah you know like this kind of like slackery like like middle part kind of loud guitar vibe i feel like is sort of coming back yeah i will say okay they've got two songs they've got one song over a million listens on spotify and another song over two million listens on spotify so there there are probably certainly people who know about the drop 19s whether or not they care about our opinion on the drop 19s (laughs) (laughs) not certain about that yeah probably not um but but yeah also i just want to say that this is like a very like 90s indie rock thing of like having a band that only put out two records and like only one of them is good (laughs) i feel like there are a ton of ton of indie bands in the 90s that did that wait did you did you listen about some of their other stuff though and didn't like it is that what you're saying basically has no plays oh okay yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, looks like. Yeah, they were more famous in England, apparently. Oh, I guess that makes sense if that's where the scene was. Oh boy, wonder. Yeah. Um. But let's. Uh. I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on this? I guess my only other thought is like, yes, this is Shuya is, but it is interesting because the vocals are way more prominent than yeah. in typical Shuya's music. Yeah. Some um, of them. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty, like, articulate. Like, you can kind of tell what they're saying. Yeah, I definitely think this has its own thing going on. Yeah. I like... This is the kind of thing that I like where it's taking elements from genres Mm -hmm. and making them 
and playing them as your band, you know? Right. Yeah. So like they're not a shoot they're not necessarily a shoegaze band, you know. And it sounds they're like the trap you, 19s. You liked this record. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Um but I also feel like I have I like this more than most records that we've listened to. Yeah. Uh but I also feel like I have the least to say about it in some ways. That's fair. I mean, I have so I think part of that is like it seems like a lot of the records we've been doing either have like a general message and a vibe that is like pretty blatant. Yeah. Or they're just like this big, like just like gnarly mashup of just like yeah off the wall shit. This is a little more like nuanced, I think. Yeah. I think that's probably true. Yeah. And there isn't a ton like on the internet. That's like, this is what this is about. You know, we have the lyrics and stuff, but, yeah. um, but even those, like some of the lyrics are just like missing from, from genius. Right. Some of them are not on genius. And like the things that are special about this kind of music is just like, and the reason I really like it is just like the feeling and the experience. Like, yeah. To me, music plays out really cinematically, I think, yeah. in my life. Right. So, like, sitting in the car and listening to this and having that as an experience. Right. Is like, fuck, this, this music rocks. Yeah. But I'm not remembering a ton about right. the lyrics. His music has, like, a way of kind of, like, swallowing you up a little bit. Like yeah. it very feels very much feels like a like a wall of sound that you just kind of get immersed in. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I guess so. There were some that I thought were better than others. I guess. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Um, but yeah, I think we can still jump into a track by track breakdown just okay. see what happens. You know. Yeah. I mean, so we start off with Delaware. Delaware. This is, I mean, it's a pretty high energy, I would say. Yeah, this is like a rock, it's like a rock song, you know? Yeah. Um, and it is like pretty much just, you know, it's shoegaze. Like it's a big yeah. wall of sound, like chorus guitars. Yeah. Well, one, so one thing that like, I guess I would say I don't like about it is the drums. Like, yeah. I don't know why. But for some reason in like this music and the nineties, yeah. this genre of music. Yeah. They had these tinny, like shitty yeah. ass sounding totally, drums, totally an anemic drums. Yeah. And like, that was the style. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even like it's mixed poorly or like any no. of that. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, that was the style like that. And then having the vocals super far back too. Right, which is cool. I mean, yeah. I still like that as long as you have like reverb yeah. on it and have them in like low in the mix. Like, right. I I prefer that almost. Yeah. But, but there's just something about this like, and I think it kind of faded away. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm not hearing this. It's almost like you. There are stylistic choices in like drums yeah. for like time periods, like the '80s. Mm -hmm. There's like that yes synthy kind of like boomy phil collins thing and like the 70s it's like yeah really disco beat yeah that's know. interesting yeah i think i think yeah this may have been just like a time period where drums kind of yeah sucked yeah because i think i think i remember 
and uh, I'm going to sound really stupid if this isn't true, but like, I feel like I remember listening to uh, Nine Inch Nails first record and yeah. like the drums were sucked on it. Yeah. They just like were nothing. Well, it makes me think like, how were these people listening? How were people listening to music in the nineties? You know, that's a good question. Yeah. Cause it seems like a lot of the audio mixing and stuff would be dictated by like the loudness war happened. Cause yeah, well for a bunch of reasons, but like, you know, people listen like different people listen to music differently. Yeah. And I think that's what changes. I mean, the loudness war really is essentially about, about like radio. Yeah. And then, and then to some degree for a while about streaming and less so now about that, but right. But, um, I would imagine the early nineties people are, are listening on either on cassettes or on, on vinyl records. Cause this probably would sound good. I mean, what I may be thinking is like they turned up their guitars so much yeah, that, and that's how they got that tone and that's how they drown. And it just yeah. like drowns out the drums. Yeah. But like, you should still be able to just like pull, pull it back in the mix. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. it must be on purpose. And also knowing yeah. that they were emulating mm-hmm. like lush and like my bloody valentine yeah and like money it's the same on loveless like yeah the drums are yeah it's it's like they were emulating that they're like yeah i want to i want to do that mm-hmm. and i'm trying to think like why isn't that up my alley you know right but i just don't like it yeah yeah i mean i think that you well i yeah i don't know i think you tend to like the uh sort of visceral impact of stuff like that. And so if the yeah. drums aren't there, then it's just kind of, yeah. I mean, drums are like for rock, you know? Yeah. Although there's a great, there's a great shoegaze. There's a band called love lies crushing. Yeah. And they like, don't have, they have barely any drums Oh really? and it's just those like waves of sound and yeah. just like kind of, it's almost like it's almost drone. Mm-hmm. kind of stuff but um it's great like yeah. i love that i think that's that's like the tone though right like I, i'm really i love like tone i love what you can get from guitars when you stack up a bunch of shit and just make right. them go crazy yeah which i think is uh something that something that drop 19s are probably pretty into something drop 19s are probably into cool yeah. Well, I don't have anything else to say about Delaware. Do you? No. Um, well, so gla- just glancing at the lyrics, mm-hmm. still a little vague. Yes. It f- it's a little bit like, um, oh, kind of local town. I mean, if we're looking at the the album cover, it's like in front of a barbershop. It's like a Main Street kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Probably about like Boston. Yeah. Yeah, the song Delaware is probably about Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what? That music, musicians do that. Yeah, you're right. Cryptic shit all the time. Yeah, you're right. Like, at the end of the day, like, you can be really cryptic with your music, yeah. but you've only done so many things, so it's going to be about, like, your first girlfriend, like, <laughs> your hometown, and then, like, Ayn Rand yes, or some but other... ostensibly, yeah. this is his... Delaware album, so it should be an album about Delaware, right? 
I don't know why. Because <laughs> that was the name his forty-eight of it. states project. Or his oh, right, project. right, right. Yes. Yeah. As we've identified, Sufjan wrote this about Delaware. Yes. Yes. So if we're talking in the context of the great lyricist, songwriter, and creator, Sufjan Stevens, um, yeah, these lyrics are totally about that. Totally. Totally about, about that. About Delaware. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right, great. Let's move on then. Is uh, it Halen? Is it Halen? I didn't love this, I don't think. No, this is like they're, this is like they're slow and like, I don't know. So there weren't drums on this. There were not. And it was four minutes long. Yeah. And it's literally just a string of Van Halen titles. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it's like a tribute to Van Halen. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. I <laughs> love it even more now. Redeemed the song for you a little bit. Huh? Redeemed the song for you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I think... It did kind of actually. I think this was the song where I was like, okay, they were tracking this live, definitely. Yeah. Because it just sounds like two people like switching off, hitting the guitar. Yeah. And it reminds, I don't know. It's it's. I think maybe I also have a little kinship with this record because it reminds me of how we re-recorded ours. Yeah. We just went in and tracked six songs over like eight hours or something. Yeah. And uh, like it just sounds like that's what they did here. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of, I feel like it sounds like they recorded some of them at different times. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe they were different sessions. What? Why does it sound like that to you? Why does it sound like they're different sessions? Yeah. I Like when the songs start, you know, I think there's just something, the tone is a little different. Like the one that the girl sings. Uh, at the end? Um, close to the end. Like My Aquarium? Eight, that one yeah and then angel i think okay um but i guess that could just be the vocalist i don't know okay. did you not feel you felt like it was all one session well i don't know i just didn't get an impression about it okay yeah yeah i don't know yeah that's funny that it's just van halen titles huh? yeah panama <laughs> yeah van halen fucking rocks yeah well they uh they're pretty fucking jump pretty fucking good at guitar but also like so 80s air metal yeah like yeah i mean talk about a iconic drum sound bro yeah 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 um let's move on to winona sure yeah winona winona hey winona that yeah, I went to school in Winona. I lived there for five years. I visited you there once. Only once? Just once, I think. You only visited me once in yeah. five years. Yes. Wow. I cool. believe so. Cool. Yeah, did you visit me? In Eau Claire, yeah. No, you didn't. And in Nashville. <laughs> First of all, I was in Eau Claire for one <laughs> semester. You did not come and visit me. We did. We moved you out. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. All right, fair enough. You Came and moved you out. Yeah. I did visit Nashville once. Yeah, you did. Um, I mean, I guess I never went to England. Yeah, what the fuck? Why didn't Sorry. you go to England? <laughs> um, I don't know. You never invited me to come. Yeah, I mean, I would have. Yeah. But I guess also you were in... I also literally only came because my family was vacationing very close. Oh, yeah, that's to right. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, though. Yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. It's a, it's a really cool town, though. You were there for five years? Yeah. That's insane. Isn't How long that? were you in Minneapolis? Uh, year and some change, maybe like two really? years. Is that all? Wow. Yeah, not very long. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but if you guys don't know, Winona is, it is in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. It's on the Mississippi River, kind of near La Crosse, which is also Wisconsin, but um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Um, and definitely, I'm sure it's not the inspiration for this song. Probably not. Um, but it says, well, it says it's the lead and only single from their album. Yeah. So it's definitely kind of a rock song. Yeah. I remember this song being very catchy. Yeah. It's great. I liked it a lot. Um, the vocals are pretty indie rock though. I found more than, uh, yeah. 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 Well, but that's kind of nice though yeah, it is yeah yeah i liked it um the line that i picked out was was it you who sang in xanadu oh <laughs> uh, yeah is that why you know the truth oh shit there's a music video is there a music video for this shit? yeah dude that's awesome oh my god it's so 90s what's 90s about it i can't it's taking forever to load here it's this guy oh oh dude Sick look at that mtv Holy yeah, shit. That's very 90s. Oh, this is so cool. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have the audio on. So they're just fucking playing music at their house, I would assume in Boston. Mm-hmm. Just chilling in their fucking 90s clothes. 90s clothes. Slacking off. That dude looks like. um. That dude looks like. Who's the Weezer guy? Uh, Rivers Cuomo? Yeah. Looks kind of like that. Rivers? Is it Rivers or River? Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. But it's River Phoenix. It's weird that there are two famous people named River. Is it? It is. All right. Do you know anybody named River in your personal life? No. Okay. Oh, he's got a fucking... He's got a jazz master. He's got a jazz master? Turn up for jazz masters. Turn up for jazz masters. Fucking amazing. Love those guitars. Love that tone. Running through Main Street. Yeah, kind of cruising down the road. Yeah, man. Going crazy. It just seemed like a fun time. Dude, yeah. And they look really young. Yeah. So so they just kind of had this, like, fucking jamming out song. You mm-hmm. know, just a few kids. This is where, yeah, I, I, I've just kept, I keep going back. Like, I feel like I have, like, a kinship with this record. Like, it was born the same year I was. Yeah. It's got, like, all these, like, things that I love about music. And, like, you know, it's got these little, like, quirks and shit. And, like, I don't know exactly what it's about, but, like. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. All right. Cool. Oh, it's got emo in the, uh, (laughs) one of the tags. Does it? (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. Would you say this is your favorite? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's my favorite. I mean, I I don't think it's the best. I think Nebraska is the best, but I might like it more than Nebraska. Nebraska? Yeah. Oh, I meant the song on the record. Oh, the song on the record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the record as a whole, but yes, um, I think so, actually. Yeah. I also liked yeah. um, My Aquarium, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did too. was good. So... But that'll take us to the next one, Kick the Tragedy, which is actually the song that has the two million listens. Yes. And yes. It, 
it's a nine minute song. Yeah, it's super. And it's just long. instrumental. It's not just instrumental. Well, it's, it's kind of instrumental. It's, yeah, mostly mostly instrumental. Um, and then it's got these spoken spoken words. Yeah, just in the background. In the background. And reading those, they're they're pretty. I mean, it's still kind of that same like we're in a neighborhood, hanging out, like skateboarding or whatever. Yeah. This to me, uh, like the the words in this one, sounded very much like, like either the start or the end of like an eighties teen teen drama kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of this record sounds to me like a like it was recorded in a bedroom. Like it just okay. has like a bedroom vibe to me. I feel like it is kind of cool though. Like talking about maybe we can't tell what the lyrics are. Maybe it's hard to say a lot about the album. Yeah. But I think it it's cool in that, like, there are parts of the things that we're listening to that inform what we think it it's about, even if we yeah. don't know what the words are. Totally, yeah. You know, like, yeah. bedroom, mm-hmm. bedroom pop, you know, he's in, like, the suburb, they're from Boston, they got the girl on the cover. I exactly. don't know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. And it's, it's very much a vibe. Yeah, you know? definitely a vibe. Yeah, and that's probably... I would assume that's why this has so many listens. Yeah. I bet you it's probably on like some shoegaze playlist on Spotify or something. Yeah, probably. But that I fucking sense. love this song. Like yeah. straight up. Yeah, this I is love. a good one. Yeah, the length didn't actually really even bother me on this no, one. No, it really didn't. Because you, yeah. you get into it and you're like, it does have that kind of like euphoric, mm-hmm. you know, kind of vibey jamming out thing where you're like i don't mind you know i don't mind some people do mind that yeah Mm -hmm. but we don't we don't mind it you know um oh yeah i actually made a special note on this that like the synths sound great they're super dreamy yeah yeah i love that that is another well maybe it's not directly my bloody valentine but like yeah like the when you sleep fucking synth line or whatever mm-hmm. like when you have those nice dreamy things cutting through just like huge yeah. washed out stuff it's like yeah. fuck it's really good like fucking a yeah it's, take a little, <laughs> little bite out of that <laughs> right exactly mm, yum, 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 yum. yeah um but do you have anything else to say about this one uh nothing specifically Nothing specifically all right we'll move on to baby wonders gone um, which is just like, it's interesting because it's just vocals and acoustic on this one, but it's yeah. still like they managed to get that like wall of sound kind of thing. Like yeah. the acoustic is super like overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It it's is. really good. Yeah. This one sounds like, like a lot, you know, a love story, love lost probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously just from the, just from the title. Yeah. Um, Looking at the words. Yeah, and a lot of these words, like, I don't even think that they're right. I was listening through it, and I think a lot of these are wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Tell of birthday. Or I think it's hell of a birthday. Boy of wonder. You know whose dreams come out time to dot, dot, dot. Like, yeah. Someone didn't annotate that too well. Yeah. I mean, I was curious because I don't know... I know Loveless didn't have a lyric. Yes, correct. Right. Sheet. So I wonder if these guys. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing it didn't. Did the right. same thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Who does lyric sheets? I, I, I guess. 
Yeah. I guess you can attach it onto your like Bandcamp mm-hmm. thing or something, but I would guess that a lot of artists put their own up. I've never done it. Are you supposed to? I don't know. It was really funny though. I uh, <laughs> um, so do you know Sandy Alex G? Yeah. Or Alex G, whatever. Uh, I was I got really into his House of Sugar record. Okay. Um, and when I get into a record, like I go into the lyrics pretty yeah. deep. Um, and literally on every single song, it's got like actually him on on there being like, yeah, these lyrics are wrong. <laughs> oh my god, on Genius. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> my friend played with Alex G. Really? Yeah. That's in, awesome. In Madison. A while ago but uh-huh yeah yeah no, good he's shit cool. he's really cool he's very cool he's very i i can see him being funny you know yeah he probably would be a really funny definitely yeah you hope anyway yeah you hope that like the people that you like whose music you like don't suck right? you know and uh, honestly <laughs> like in order to have your music be big you have to just be a really nice person or just like yeah I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm just being pessimistic, but I think like they're probably kind of assholes. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Well, certainly lots of lots of assholes are successful. True. Yeah. 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 All right. So. So. Baby Wonder's gone. That was that was it was good. It was good. Uh, we've got Happen next, which is like an edgy thing. It's got these screechy guitars. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This one doesn't have lyrics. These are these lyrics are missing. Yeah. On this one. This one does this lead into Raberry member? I don't know if it leads in or not. Okay. Um, but like similar vibes maybe. Yeah, they're both kind of kind of this edgy kind of Yeah. Cuz that so I I don't know. I don't I do not remember a lot from happen, but I remember Raberry member. Yes, was I figured you awesome. would. Yeah. Cuz they do some of the the screaming. <laughs> yeah, that was so cool. Yeah. And they're just like fucking that was another thing where it's like those guys are in the studio. Like there's no way they're not just like mm-hmm. vibing, right. you know. Just yeah. going crazy. Um yelling yeah. about shit. Yeah, just fucking yelling. Um yeah, this is a good one. Uh they do at the end like this was also like a thing. I feel like maybe in the nineties or maybe like in this period of, of, uh, of music where you just have like a sloppy guitar. So like, just like yeah. the sloppier, the better. <laughs> it's just like, okay. No, just, like, yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Sufjan actually does that on, on, uh, another one of his just records. Sloppy. Just like, uh, yeah. Just like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? I, I feel like the, when did Icky Thump come out? I want to say that came out. Let's let's find out. I do you want to take a guess? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. I was gonna say two thousand five. Let's see. That I mean, that's just the first thing that comes to mind when I think. Yeah. An intentionally shitty guitar solo. It's so stupid. That was so weird because. Um, it sounded like uh, my friend Eric had had an Ewe, which is an electronic wind instrument. Oh yeah, and it sounded fucking like that. Oh, that little guy was like, oh, yeah, two thousand seven. We're pretty off. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay, so maybe it's not. But Jack White is kind of like out of time. 
Yeah. He like just is not. He's probably also a time traveler. Yeah, honestly. Like literally though. Like Yeah. Did you hear his or did he do a song exploder? Oh, did he? If he no, did I missed it. he did he did another one. He did he did some interview. I was listening to some podcast or whatever. He's just like smoking the whole time. You can just tell. <laughs> and he's like in his studio. And the guy was like, What kind of DAW do you use? And he's like, What what's a DAW? I don't know. Is it really? Yeah, he's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you might like it. It was it was a little bit like eye rolly, but I think it's also like he has been so famous for so long. Yeah. I'm and actually he can just be like that guy. I'm almost certain that I would not like him if I met him. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. At least knowing that, like, yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Um. Why did we start talking about? Because there's like a shitty guitar solo. Oh right, one. so a shitty guitar solo, but fucking the energy on this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this was another moment where I was like, damn, like. This is like me. Like, I would fucking write this. I would do this. Yeah, you would. I'm on board. Totally. Yeah. Maybe you will. Maybe I shall. Yeah, Yeah. actually, I don't know if I've said this before, but for me, the hallmark of a great, like, record or a great song or whatever is when it inspires me to do something different, either musically or, like, in a song or tonally or whatever. Yeah. And that, that, when that happens to me, I'm like, shit, this is good. Yeah. You know? So that happened with this a few times. Right. Which I'm into. Okay. Did not happen with the Ohio players. Right. Did happen with Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, let's move on to Angel. Do you have any notes on Angel? I don't, actually. Uh, do I have any notes on Angel? Oh, it it actually has. It starts out with like a pretty pretty cool guitar riff intro kind of deal. Okay. Um, and it ends with like a really rocking guitar solo. Oh. Um, but that's mostly all I've got. I've got one got one line I picked out. You must be an angel in disguise. I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, I think that's maybe why, because it was just so corny. Like, yeah, the lyrics are funny. so cheesy, and like they must have known that. I would assume so. But yeah, I don't know. You never know. Yeah. But it's cute, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I guess I, I could have given it a little bit more, a little more listen. Little Especially more if listen. there's a fucking Dragon Force solo. <laughs> I don't know if it was like that. It was cool, though. Okay. Um, Let's just keep moving. I think my aquarium... Is the second last track? Yeah, on here. I like this one a lot. Yeah, this one was the least shoegaze. This was just yes. kind of like indie. indie this was or whatever. so stripped down too, yeah, wasn't it? Totally. Yeah. This was cute. Yeah, I like, like that. this one. Like Angel had that like cuteness factor, but like when you have like a guy and a girl switching yes. off, singing to each other. Yeah, exactly. It was like oh, trading lines. Yeah, but then just cool. like saying, it's so weird because Angel's so on the nose, and these lyrics are like like what the fuck are you even saying <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> and it's not even yeah. like in like where we were talking about neutral milk hotel or their lyrics are like or i don't know if we talked yeah, on here we, but like yeah. they come out of nowhere and they're yeah. like kind of gross yeah these are just like so vague and like right. we, actually my friend oh my god fuck combat naps oh yeah 
He's a really, really cool guy. He writes a ton of music. Uh-huh. And he has that just, like, crazy off-kilter, like, like different way of looking at stuff mm-hmm. in lyrics where I listen to it and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. Right, yeah. That's kind of how I felt on this. Okay, yeah. And I, I have mixed feelings about that. I think sometimes yeah. I really like it and sometimes I think it's kind of a cop-out. Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, but yeah, I liked this song overall. I thought it was it was really good. Um, it was cute. Yeah, they don't mention an aquarium in it, which mm. uh, she pisses me off. Well, there's a part where she says she's soaking wet. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder what shit like that. Like, is that how we're supposed to interpret that? Like, are we supposed to interpret that sexually? I probably not. Right. Okay. But I mean, well, okay, so in context, I heard you, Ben. It was scary to know that you killed the only prophet that was left. And maybe I was soaking wet with nothing, love. But we've had just about enough. Yeah, like it's totally she was, we have no She idea. was soaking wet without nothing. Yeah, but also, I, like, the man and the woman are switching lines there. She says, maybe I was soaking wet. I think he says, without nothing, love. So, like, who knows? I love that, though. Yeah. Like... Just a lady's like, I'm soaking wet. <laughs> you love it when ladies say that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's one of your favorite things. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, yeah. This is... Oh, yeah. The other thing with this is another thing that was super, super this era of indie rock, which was to just like have a bunch of noise at the end. Yeah. Like, it was just like a screechy guitar solo. Yeah. Dude, people fucking... In the 90s and the early 2000s, love to just put in fucking noise in between their tracks. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Um, but then, uh, can we can we move on into, into last Might one? Might as well, yeah, last one. Yeah, we got Plus Fish Dream. Plus Fish Dream. I assume that this is, like, supposed to be Con- sort of a... Connected, continu- right, yeah. yeah. Continuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just, like, an instrumental, high-energy shoegaze yeah fucking sick yeah great ending i mean like this is yeah yeah i fuck with this stuff again drums like yeah like i wouldn't change it but i would prefer if they had drums you, know what you should do you should record no. new drums <laughs> I'm not gonna do. i was gonna say like i wouldn't like it'd be bad if they recorded modern drums over it yeah but like I'm also trying to think of a drum sound that was existing in '92 that I would rather have on this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what was happening in 1992. Um, I was getting born. Mostly. Me too. Yeah. Um, Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh shit! Really? Celine Dion, Ugh. Def Leppard. The '90s. Yeesh. I don't know. I guess maybe maybe every every era has has bad music, but Lionel Richie. Does sometimes feel like the '90s had some really bad music that was really popular. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Faith No More came out in '92. Midlife yes. Crisis. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Anyway. Um. That's what we've got for Delaware. Do you have any closing thoughts on it? Delaware, are we right now? <laughs> exactly. Am I right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know. Felt 
yeah again i felt like personally attached to this record i'm excited mm-hmm. to go back and listen to it more mm-hmm. maybe draw some more inspiration great um you know suf chan's a fucking star and he, is he a shines bright star. in this he does this is uh this is a uh, one of one of his better works yeah so yeah go listen to it i think that's all we've got so yeah so i guess i, I guess goodbye yeah goodbye everyone <laughs> <laughs>